0: Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting
1: beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful.
0: By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get
1: your mind right.
0: And enjoy this time designed just for you.
1: Episode 67. Now we're going to say how many. We're going to see. We're going to play a little game. Okay, with the rhyming game. So I'll be nice and let you go first. So episode sixty-seven. Heaven. Eleven. Devin. Twenty seven. You can't just keep (laughs) doing numbers. Well you said a name. name. Proper noun. Can we use proper nouns? Sure. Okay. I have a friend named Mlevin. That's another number. I said Mlevin.
0: You're slurring your speech now. That doesn't count. (laughs) Okay, guys. The point is, it's episode sixty-seven, and since you know how to count,
1: you don't need a rhyme for
0: this one. All right,
1: but we are going to talk about numbers in this episode. I'm only up to nine. That's true. We don't go any higher than nine. So if you can't count higher than nine, this episode is also for you. But we're going to start at eight. And we went instead of one. Yes. So last week we went over the eights, nines, and ones of the enneagram and how they connect and better serve each other, and how we can better serve those numbers. And this week, we're talking about twos, threes, and fours on the Enneagram.
0: And they're grouped into threes because they are in the same triad.
1: Yes, which is the heart-feeling triad. So all the feelers and the heart people, we don't know you, but you're out there, (laughs) and you're not us. (laughs) We're glad that there's others out there Oh, yeah, for sure, balance. Yeah. Mm, Otherwise, it would just be a harsh world with the anger gut triad. We can't all be angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's reserved for us. Everybody else, pick a different feeling. We call anger, you can pick all your feels. Yes. Fours. We'll talk about you later.
0: <laughs> so we are in the Enneagram mini-series, and the book is The Path Between Us by Suzanne Stabile. That is correct. Yes, and so the chapter on twos is titled, Your Feeling? are mine there's so many feelings choices how will <laughs> we ever decide i don't know
1: so in each of these when we talk about the twos the threes and the fours today we're going to talk about how those numbers can be most effective and improve their relationships and how you can love those people better and then we'll actually get super specific with how can a one and a two interact to make a better relationship
0: yeah i love how you said those
1: people <laughs> those <laughs> which is others. probably
0: a good Time to say there are no like bad numbers and a good number to be. There's strengths and weaknesses and all the numbers just like in mankind.
1: Yes, but helps we already talked about the boring number. So congratulations, you're more lively than mine number. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Um monotone. I'm working say on inflection. There you go. Okay, so relationships for twos. So how can twos serve themselves better in order to help others?
0: Yes, so twos, they love serving others so much that sometimes they forget, forget to serve themselves. Mm. So it's important that they learn how to meet their own needs from the inside out instead of looking for external circumstances and events and people to meet their needs
1: yeah to piggyback off that there's reciprocity in a relationship so you don't have to be constantly giving and giving and giving have y'all read the giving tree did mm. did you see the it came out i saw it on facebook at some point but it was instead of the giving tree it was the tree who had boundaries oh no <laughs> and instead of because the giving tree the whole premise is the boy he's growing up and he goes from child to man to old guy but then along his life, he comes to the tree and he asks for apples and the tree's like, okay, here are my apples. And then he asks for some branches and then he asks for, and he keeps asking until the tree is a stump. So the giving tree is an unhealthy too. So make sure you have boundaries with that. So let people pour into you as well.
0: Yes. And sometimes an unhealthy too expects others to be able to know what they need and to meet those needs because the twos are so good at it themselves. They're really good about picking up on what other people need and they love fulfilling those needs. Sometimes I might know my children's needs but not always be thrilled to meet
1: those those needs. For example, (laughs) water cup selection.
0: (laughs) Dang, you almost got it. What were you going to say? before bed they want this 17th glass of water (laughs)
1: right before bed
0: and in the morning that cup of water will be full they will not drink it it's just in case and then they don't tell you they need it until they're upstairs Mm. and what they really want is to delay the going to bed process so i never give in to that someone else in our house might and that's that's on him
1: there's only one guess, really, so you got a pretty good shot at guessing. Correctly, it's him in our house. A, it's a 100% chance of you getting the answer right. But I love that he likes to meet their needs because one of see. us has to. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not gonna be
0: May. Uh, I can meet some needs, like doing their hair, making yeah.
1: out the clothes that match. <laughs> I think we. I think you hit the nail on the head a few episodes ago with the distance learning and face-to-face learning. Kids are so good at avoidance techniques. Mm -hmm. So just picking up on those, like, ooh, I already know you want water, bam, here's your glass, before you've been asked. Yes, so twos, just to tie it back
0: to where we got off here, (laughs) is twos are really good at sensing other people's needs, and so they aren't... Always comfortable with other people meeting their needs or expressing it, and partially it could be they expect others to be able to recognize their needs, since they are so good at it themselves.
1: I don't know about you, Farron, but uh, I'm not a mind reader. Hmm. Are you? Sometimes I feel like I am. Hmm.
0: Proud of you. Um, I did blow some minds earlier this week. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> we were reviewing cursive letters uh, for the dyslexia program, and... Every letter that the kids wanted me to show them how to do again, I said, guys, I promise I'm not a mind reader, but like all eight of those letters I had already printed out handwriting pages for, and it was in the back of their folder, and they were all like, oh. Yeah, and I was like, I've been doing this a
1: while. (laughs) (laughs) No big deal, no big deal. So I told them I could do it, but eh, that won't last long. An interesting thing that is on this page 91, it talks about how every yes a two says in a relationship, it requires a no in another. And that's such a battle for a two, because then they're going to have to think about, oh my gosh, am I going to have to say no to this person by saying yes to... But it's not always that balance. It's not always because I'm taking care of myself. I'm neglecting other people. That's not how the world works. So finding that balance. Yeah, saying no can be hard. I like the part two where she talks
0: about reiterating that if you are a two, you are worthy of being loved and you are wanted. Whether you're, and I added this part on there, whether you're doing <laughs> something for someone else or not. I think that, um, you know, twos have this feeling of wanting to be wanted. And so, in order to have that feeling, that's why they do things for others because then. When someone does something nice for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And so they find value in helping others like that. You don't have to have others to be accepted or loved. Yes. People are going to appreciate it, but they
1: appreciate you. The actions are great, but they love and appreciate you. And that's not where your worth is found anyway. So make sure you're God-centered on that whole piece too. Your worth is not found in the things you do. Yes, those things are good, but that's not where your value and your worth is found. And also, if someone's trying to help, they might not do it in the way that you would. It makes me think of towel folding. No. And I like them folded in an exact right way because, in my head, dualistic thinking, there's an exact right way because it makes it fit all better. But if someone wants to help, you're just like, yes, oh, yes, you
0: can help me. The other side of that dualistic thinking is there's several
1: wrong ways, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Just in case, yeah. And we touch them all in the house. Like, oh, Lord. Yeah. So, yes, that's how twos can help themselves. Help me to help you. I feel like one of the twos-themed songs is, uh, I want you to want me. It makes me think of 10 things I hate about you that maybe, Oh, yeah. Because it's in that that's one. thing. Good one. Oh. R.I.P. Heath Ledger. Yes. Oh. Uh, okay, so relationships with twos. So if you have a friend who is a two, here's how you can help them.
0: Yes, so I liked how she mentioned don't trust their answer when they say they're fine or they're good. Because we all have needs, right? And they're not going to necessarily be comfortable with someone helping them. Um, So you might have to
1: delicately push that envelope a little further, check in with them a little bit more. So I did make this mistake earlier this week. So again, trying to learn and grow myself and my relationships. I know this person is a 2 and I knew she was visibly upset, and she removed herself from a situation, so I went to check on her. She said she was fine, and then I, and I just read the part where I was like, press a little further or press a little deeper, so I did. But the way my face, <laughs> my tone, and my volume said it, it sounded like an interrogation. And so I'm, she and I have a really good relationship, so she was able to say right back, Why does this feel like an interrogation? And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make it feel that way. I'll be in the other room eating lunch if you want to come join me. So that was, and then we debriefed later. So the BDAs, we hit the A on the end of the day and we talked about it and it was really good. And she was like, loved your question. It was great. Your delivery was terrible. I was like, oh, I believe it. I so believe that.
0: And that's a good point too. Just first recognizing that a two might not be fine, <laughs> and maybe coming back and approaching them again later. Because, yeah, if you push a little too hard, they're going to convince you they're fine and they're not.
1: Right. So, And that will just make them more annoyed.
0: Yep. So maybe
1: it's not the right time to dive deeper. That was a great right.
0: story. Good example. Yay. But...
1: Growth through failure. <laughs> Got to fail forward, right? I like it. So, and to tie right into that... When twos are trying to process, they don't have a narrative in their head like I would necessarily. They process out loud by talking to people. So just being able to know that and know instead of me trying to interject or fix or whatever, my job is to just listen at that
0: point. Yeah, being a a good-sounding board. And if they're expressing any anger... Or maybe an overemotional response given the situation. That could be a sign that there are some needs that are being unmet. So that's nice to know. Like if, if they're really upset, it might not really be about you or even the thing they're upset about. Right. So if you can kind of take a step back and see the bigger picture, and see if
1: what they're talking about, if there's a personal need that's really at the
0: root of the issue
1: right so they're not gonna rock the boat they're not gonna try to like pick a fight with you right then remember they're trying to process out loud so if they're saying something just keep listening because underneath that like you were saying Farron if you can dig a little deeper by listening or asking guiding questions or prompt them in a certain way that's going to be helpful for them to process and it will help you practice your listening skills
0: Yes, in school we call that inferencing. <laughs> so taking what you know about the person and what they're saying out loud to infer what might really be at the root of the issue.
1: And they do, twos love to help, but it is also nice whenever you tell them thank you and are appreciate, appreciative of it instead of just expecting it
0: mm-hmm. because
1: they're going to do it. They just don't want to feel like they're being taken advantage of either.
0: Yes, I believe my father is a two. And so, he he loves and he gives so much to so many, and the behind-the-scenes conversation from time to time, I interpret as, you know, just a little, he doesn't need a plaque with his name on the wall, Employee of the Month, or anything like that, or Father of the Year trophy, but just a genuine, like... Thank you for the things you do, but like I love you because of who you are. Right.
1: Those words of affirmation Mm -hmm. um, go a long way with him. Okay, so now we're going to talk about twos and each number and how those numbers can directly help each other. Twos and ones. You should read this one. (laughs) Uh, So twos like to put, they're more relationship focused while ones are more strategic. So I think we mentioned this. In the last episode, if they're working on a project together or trying to come together for something, the two is going to want to think about how is everybody feeling in here? Let's do a a temperature check. Just, hey, room, how are we feeling? Where one's going to be like, this is the most effective, so let's do it and not think so much about what other people are feeling, which is why that's a good balance because that can help them come up with the best plan
0: yes and you mentioned that this was kind of touched on when we read about ones and relationships with twos and so that is going to happen throughout this book but you get to see it from the lens of that number so you might be like i thought i already heard this one it must be important and then two you're seeing it through the lens of the other number and another side note about this book that i love is and it's so important you read the whole thing. She sprinkles in oh, for sure information about your number throughout every chapter, it's not just in these little subsections. Mm-hmm. So, again, make sure you get your own copy of the book. But, um, so I just wanted that reminded me of those two things to say,
1: yeah. They also in her stories. It's usually an anecdote about how numbers are misunderstanding each other. Mm-hmm. So it's an anecdote about a two and another number. So again, like you were saying, Farron, it's going. You're gonna hear stories of real people. These are real stories from real people that she has talked to and has picked apart the conversation and has grown their relationship from there. So
0: yeah, it's like so much counseling in one book, right? And it's a whopping like what, fourteen dollars? Yeah, I was gonna say less than twenty. So yep. there you go. Yeah. Alright, back to it. So, we said Brooke just summarized twos with ones, and so up next is twos with other twos. So, since they are other focused, right, they're focused on others, um, it's going to be important that they uh, don't have needs unmet by each other. So, if me and Brooke were both twos as friends, <laughs> It's like I might go and meet everyone else's needs except for Brooks, and Brooks might go and meet everyone else's needs, and so we can't forget that we have each other's needs as well.
1: Right, and it's one of those things that comes with unconditional relationships. So, Fair and I, we have this relationship, it's not going anywhere. There's not going to be a point where we're like, we're not friends anymore. We would obviously Do our fear fighting formula.
0: (laughs) You know, if that happened, I feel like people would intervene.
1: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) You do realize it's a terrible mistake. But, like you said, Farron, we, a lot of couples do this. Like, I can do things for everybody else, but then I forget to serve my husband well or love my husband well. Because in my head, I'm like, well, he's stuck with me, so (laughs) (laughs) sorry about you. Yep, for better or for worse. This is my worst, okay?
0: For the worst. All right, up next is twos and threes. So twos want to be wanted, but threes want to be loved for who they are. So they're both, you know, image conscious and want to be loved and appreciated, but that's the difference there. Twos want to be wanted, or threes
1: want to be loved for who they really are. And they don't want it based on the act that they do. Mm-hmm. So threes can perform and achieve and do all these things, but that's not what they want to be loved for. They want to be loved for themselves, their true selves twos they can go and they can help and they can serve and they can do all these things and that a lot of people will like you when you do that but they want that genuine unconditional love yep and
0: then up next is twos with fours and eights so fours and eights they get along pretty well with because they're authentic
1: and that's something that twos really admire and look for in other people right so Fours and eights, they're connected to the two. So when a two is stressed out, they'll take on the negative qualities of an eight. And so that can look like suddenly they're getting really loud in the room and they're not really one to typically do that or they'll knee-jerk react, things like that. So, And when they are feeling secure, they'll go to a four. They'll turn and face their feelings. They're going to work through all of that and feel all those things and give themselves the chance to process through their own needs and desires and wants instead of just everybody else's. Yes, thank you for... I love when you touch back on the stress and security numbers. Gotcha, girl. All right,
0: twos and fives. So this can be somewhat difficult because twos want to do and fives are a little slower in their processing and want some time. So twos need to wait until
1: fives are ready to share. Fives, I feel like... The word for them is privacy. Like they will, you will know as much about a five as they want you to ever know. It's like this labyrinth of mystery. I've got to keep going down the path to find out more about this five, but uh, they'll reveal it over time. So it's really hard for a two to be like, I just want to help you. Just let me love you. And the five's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't either want to share that thing that they're struggling with for whatever reason Or even if it's just for sake of, I want, I'm trying to like hold on to all my secrets or hold on to all my information so I can know all the things. Yeah. Getting to know my mother-in-law
0: who's a five. Absolutely love her. Awesome. Most awesome person in the world. But I noticed that she'd give just short basic facts. Not a lot of emotion tied to it. And that was fine. I mean, it sufficed to answer the question. I don't feel like she didn't want to get to know me or anything like that. But now, oh my gosh, how many years later? He did the math last episode. Fifteen? Fifteen. Fifteen years later, it's like over that long. Now I know we're at like a whole different level. Which you might think is like appropriate, right? You're not going to just share everything about yourself. friends. Right, Mm -hmm. right, right. But you can just tell that it's been coaxed out of her or different times. Something will remind her of a story. And then she decides to share. And you're like... How did I never, I've known you forever. How did I not know about, right. That's the kind of thing I'm trying to say is there's
1: still stuff she shares. And I'm like, how have I never heard that before? I didn't know so. you knew how to basket weave. Like she'll just pull out random facts and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you do that? You know how to do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Yeah. Up next are twos with sixes. Okay. So in this book, we dive deeper into phobic sixes and counter phobic sixes which um, sixes are in the fear triad and the head thinking triad, so they've got a lot of worst-case scenarios planned out. Twos just want to help you with that. But we'll talk more about phobic-counterphobic when we get to that episode. But for now, just know that sixes like to teach and learn by asking questions. So it's going to be really helpful for a two if they just listen to the question and respond. That's how you are helping that six.
0: That is definitely very helpful by answering their questions instead of, like, trying to force it out of them or get to the point too quickly. Right. All right. Twos and sevens. So, my dad, I believe, is a two, and my mom is a seven. (laughs) How is that dynamic working out? Well, I was very, very excited to read this little (laughs) blurb. So, um... It talks about how sevens might be unaware of a two's need. Now, remember that that's something twos need to work on in general, no matter what number they're with, is being sure to express their needs and kind of being vulnerable in that uncomfortable setting. And um, I just know I'm one of four. My mom's a go, 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 loves to socialize. And so it talked about how sevens might be unaware of two's needs because of all the things sevens are going and doing and having and enjoying life that you know they're so busy that they might not um know the needs of the twos and so I don't know I'm not in my parents relationship (laughs) but when I read that I was like oh my gosh I I can can only (laughs) imagine like how easy that would be especially given our family and our dynamics
1: and all the kids and now all the grandbabies and all the things so I think it just takes intentional checking in on the seven's behalf because the twos not if they're not practicing diligently how to be vocal and verbalize and be vulnerable, mm-hmm. then the seven's going to be like, cool, let's rock and roll. Let's go have fun because you seem fine. So here we go. Whenever mm-hmm. the two is either hurting or something's up and they're not saying anything, so it's going to take both. So the two needs to speak up and the seven needs to genuinely check in consistently. Yeah, so the seven, you need to go beyond fine, which when we have read about sevens,
0: they don't want to face the mm-hmm. ugly feelings. And so that might be hard to, you know, wait, they said they're fine, we're done, we can end the conversation, (laughs) you know. But delve a little deeper. But then, like you said, the twos also need to recognize, wow, if the seven slowed down enough and recognized and is making the Mm -hmm. effort to see what I need, I need to meet them in the middle by sharing sharing what I need. For sure. So, I'm not saying whether or not that happened in my parents' relationship, but just looking back on the craziness of our life, I'm like... I'm sure this happened plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then twos and nines. So I am a daddy's girl. And so I'm a nine. He's a two. And it says they are very much alike. <laughs> Y'all don't like conflict. We don't like conflict. <laughs> we definitely don't like conflict between each other. Um, so we do everything we can avoid with that. I do think... What was good about having my dad as a two is modeling, like, doing stuff for others, and he would talk about, you know, like, I'm really tired, but I committed to this, and I am I committed to helping this person, and that's my why, and so I'm going to go do it anyways. Mm-hmm. He volunteers a lot. He would do all sorts of things. High school soccer, he'd make the soccer videos. Same thing with
1: college soccer. Yes, he would, uh,
0: at practice, you know, he's got to be there anyways, but he's shagging all the balls that we mm-hmm. missed. And...
1: Sorry, people in England. <laughs> That's how Americans say just collect the soccer balls. Yes. We don't really mean what you mean. Right. That This is not the after hours podcast. Well, for England, it just got after hours. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about you.
0: So, I think as a nine, and twos being more doers and nines being more, I'm just saying what the book says, you know, the (laughs) lack of energy and letting things happen naturally.
1: Um, He just was a good model for me of, like, taking action and getting it done. Yeah, being proactive, and if you said you're going to do it, do it, even if you're tired, because you, Farron, have the lowest energy out of all the Enneagram numbers. Can we just say
0: no energy?
1: Yes, sure. Okay. So I think that was the perfect thing for your dad to do, to lead you, like, okay, be a woman of your word. This is what we do, even Mm -hmm. if we're tired. And to counter back with that, you can teach people how to rest. You (laughs) helped me with that so much because in my head, the to-do list never ends. So if Farron can go to bed at 830... I can too. It's not my fault.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like my dying phone battery. It's going to die. That's
1: what we. Okay. So, question for all you people out there: uh, It will be interesting to see how this works. So, based on your enneagram number, how often, how low do you let your battery get? I feel like. Well, we we can get to sixes later. I think sevens leave it (laughs) on the charger. Yeah, I can't miss anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they have the portable battery That's right yeah. Six,
1: uh, Or also sixes But not because they want to miss fun Sixes don't want to be in a situation Where they don't have the battery To be able to call for help
0: They probably have two portable batteries That's
1: right One in the car One in my purse One in my house Yeah But all for different reasons That is so funny And accurate Farron's battery is currently like at 8% And it's it always driving is. me nuts It always is on Fridays <laughs> though, know. right? Every time we do F&L It's Battery low 14%. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, if
0: you ever see us reach up to touch the screen, it's (laughs) It's a notification saying your phone's gonna die. And we say, not yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You better wait, phone, listen. We
0: still have time.
1: Does this also mean like you wait till your gas tank gets to E? And you're like, I know how much gas is in my car. I know my car. I'm not the
0: I know my car. Because I usually have my kids. Like, if I was by myself, I do put, I, like, younger age, would have pushed it.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, but it goes I, past
0: the E. I'm not carrying three kids down the highway. Oh, no, man. Or some, like, crazy man oh, coming yeah. over and offering to
1: get us gas. There you go. So, T- I, you're tapping into your sixness right there from your nine. Yeah. There you go. I wait till the light comes on and then. <laughs> <laughs> but when the light comes
0: on. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So that's my limit. When the light comes on, it's time to get gas.
1: Oh my gosh, I love it. And I still hate going to get it. So. <laughs> well, that was a fun way to wrap up the twos, the helper. Yeah, so now we got back to talking about me. When do you fill up with gas? If It depends on how much I go. You go but go like halfway, don't you? Yeah, I mean, if it gets past the halfway, I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. But usually, since I just drive to work and back, I can fill up on Saturdays. That's nice. So it works out. Except now we're about to start soccer games. So. At eight in the morning. Eight in the morning. All right. ooh, do, ooh, ooh. Next
0: chapter. Threes. The Threes. performer, being everyone but myself take the mask off threes. Yes, I like how she refers to them as chameleons
1: too. Come on, come on, come on, come, come come chameleon. Just changing with their environment. So
0: I believe my husband is a three and my favorite chameleon change, which it's hard to say. Is he the chameleon here or back yes. in his hometown? Oh my. Because the East Texas accent comes out. <laughs> it's you cute. never have an accent except when we're in Gladewater. It, it's kind of cute. He leaves out lots of syllables in his words, and he talks a couple Can you give us an example?
1: Deeper. Um, I would love to hear your Jacob Gladewater impression. I love here.
0: Hmm? That was, I would love to hear it. Wait, I, what? I love here. <laughs> you just leave out like every other syllable. You're not saying words. So instead of saying I'd, you say i and then, since you said love, you can't say to.
1: And then you say ear for here. It, oh. it. Okay, so say say how we would say it, and then say how he would say it.
0: I would love to hear it.
1: Okay. I'd love to hear. It. <laughs> <laughs> I I my ESL to. teacher brain is like ah. Yeah. This isn't
0: working. There's a lot there, but it's cute. So I guess I'll keep him.
1: You cute. You cute. Okay, so relationships for threes. So if you're a three, these things will help you when you can remember these and implement them.
0: Yes, against your own will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one thing that stood out to me for threes in general is that you know taking time to slow down and enjoy activities that aren't work, that aren't productive is. And that might sound very painful to you, but me as a nine, <laughs> that's my jam, man. Let's do something that we're not going to be like, yeah, we accomplished something. We're so much further ahead. Um, you know, so I like to think as, of many threes as workaholics because they find fulfillment in achieving and doing and being productive. So Jacob doesn't want to make plans on the weekend because he wants to do nothing. The weekend comes, he works. Not necessarily work, but around the house. Am I mad about it? Not always. (laughs) (laughs) He does a lot. We live on some land, and I understand it does take a lot of work. For sure. And stuff I wouldn't do, like killing snakes. Uh, I'm out. I actually called Jacob. Yes. (laughs) Acres and acres of property. So it's stuff that needs to be done, but he would feel disgusting if he spent, like, watching TV isn't, he doesn't understand the point of that. There's stuff
1: to do. Yeah, he has one of the, he has, so eights have the highest energy on the Enneagram, and threes and sevens are right behind the eights. So get them together, and they will go for days until someone rational in their lives stops them.
0: Yes, yes. He is also one that will work through lunch because eating makes him feel a little tired. I guess digestion (laughs) slows him down a little bit. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, so something for threes is you can't set goals for other people. I feel like this is a hard one, and I feel like this isn't the only number that does it, but it is so hard to give someone else the expectation when they hadn't bought into it at all.
0: Yeah, I have a story for this one. So I feel like, you know, threes don't talk about their feelings a lot, but I'm going to assume that Jacob admired me, loved me, because of like, hard worker, college athlete, you have to, like, in my opinion, be dedicated to stick with survive. that. Yeah, to survive <laughs> four years of that. And then, you know, I worked really hard to graduate early, and so all this drive. Um, but it did get to a point that I had to tell him, I can't keep up with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I do. I have high expectations. I have goals. I, you know, have these dreams. But mama has got to sleep. I can't keep up with you. Mm-hmm. And once... It took me a while to realize that, but then once I was able to verbalize it to him, he was like, oh, okay, okay. This makes now, a
1: lot of sense. Yeah.
0: I don't know if, you know, resentment's a strong word, but almost like this expectation of, come
1: on, why can't you keep up? And once yeah. I said,
0: I, wor- I know you know I work hard. I know you know I have big dreams and goals and things.
1: Yeah, that's why you love me. <laughs> right. But I
0: still can't keep up with you. Yeah. And once he realized that, you know, we were good
1: so yeah I like that I like how you were able to find what you were feeling so you're tapping into your feelings so good job you nine over there who really focuses on anger
0: well and really enjoys not going hard a hundred percent oh yeah
1: you gotta rest you gotta rest I like in the three section it talks about how you can't refuse to let people in so It's known that threes typically wear a mask and they don't mix their friend groups because that would all be clashy. So their workout friends do not know their church friends who do not know their uh, school friends who do not know their hobby friends who do not know their, you know, the friends, the friend groups don't mix because there's different masks to be worn. Not saying they're inauthentic or anything. It's just you're, you're doing something different with those people. So you might be acting a different way. Nothing's wrong with that. But you've got to understand that people need to know the real you, which is going to take vulnerability. And if that word made you throw up in your mouth, episodes 28 through 38 is all about how to be vulnerable and how vulnerability is not weakness. It's, in fact, courage.
0: Yes, and just my favorite part of it is there is a wrong way and a right way to go about being vulnerable. So if it makes you sick, you're probably thinking of the wrong way to go about vulnerability. There's definitely a healthy, productive and powerful way to use vulnerability in your
1: favor yes healthy vulnerability has healthy boundaries
0: one last point that for me that i saw um here in this section was threes realizing that you can't outrun your anxiety and again not necessarily jacob but just some other threes i know as well that almost like instead of facing some of their fears they're gonna work and achieve another area. Right, they're
1: dismissing it. Right, exactly. Mm. That's a great way of saying it. Yes, they mentioned that in the road back to you. I didn't make that up. So oh, like, like nines dismiss like their anger and that comes off as like annoying they're just annoyed. Threes will dismiss their feelings so it comes it's like anxiety that's built up. So there's a number. Each of each of the triads has a number that dismisses feelings and mm. one internalizes it and one externalizes it.
0: Oh yes, I remember. That.
1: 11 through 17, people. Go get it while it's hot. <laughs> hot on them internets. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Okay, threes. How we can help our three friends. Our friends that are threes. Uh, yeah. Brooke has more than three Father, friends. Son, Holy Spirit. Don't need anybody else. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay,
0: so it says here to not talk too much about negative things. That threes really like to be optimistic, and they like others that have positive outlooks, and this all kind of stems from this future-focused mindset. Jacob and I, one of our most favorite things to do is dream about the future, and so that was something that really resonated with me um, in this book, but we did. I used to, you know, call him after work, and you know, he hasn't seen me all day and you know he just loves me so much and then all I do is I get on the phone and just go on about every single thing that went wrong but like we made this deal that and he'd have bad days too but on the phone call on the way home as soon as we got home we were done talking about negative work or so. whatever mm-hmm. yeah that way it had an ending point we both could vent about it But then we could move on. And that was good for me. Like, I didn't need to dwell on it all night long and let it ruin my evening. Because that's the only time we ever see each other. So, um, trying not to talk about negative things too much. Uh, He wants to be supportive. He wants to help when he can. But, ultimately, they're looking for people that have positive
1: outlooks and are future-focused. Not... Focusing on the past. Right, which touches on dualistic thinking. So they're one of the numbers that it's either this way or that way. There's not an in-between. So helping with that, I think that'll be a good thing to help them be less dualistic. And also, threes really like approval and praise. So it makes me think that they are words of affirmation people. Yes. They lean more towards that if that's their love language.
0: And I wish that she would have taken that a step further because she said it multiple times in other parts of the book mm-hmm. that they want to be loved for who they right so i have to be careful about like praising jacob not so
1: much for the action
0: but trying to tie it back to a characteristic of who he is
1: right so an example could be like wow the lawn looks so great jacob instead of saying that you could say wow you worked so hard on the lawn
0: yeah i appreciate your dedication to our family you're
1: very dedicated to make everything look nice to help make people feel welcome here that's really considerate of you. I love that about you. So just even that little flip because they hear words and the word you're saying matters. So if you say, I love how you did the lawn, all they hear is, okay, so they like the lawn this way. If I say, I love that you're dedicated and committed and you're you're gonna do this and work hard for us. They're gonna hear those words and internalize it that way, right? Like I have to move along so she'll love me. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. We don't ever want it to be conditional love. Proper love is unconditional. Yes.
0: So another part is a nine. You know, sometimes we like for other people to be mind readers and meet our needs. And this says, you know, give threes the accurate information they need. They want to meet your needs, mm-hmm. but. They're not as receptive or in tune to just taking hints. Um, Be direct. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. but It was on some marriage site or quote or something. And it was like, ladies, I promise guys want to make you happy. They really do. (laughs) We're
1: not being intentionally
0: jerky. No. (laughs) But could you just tell, like if you would just tell us oh my gosh, can you imagine all the things like we would do instead of like these hints and then getting mad and then we don't even know why you're mad and you're slamming <laughs> cabinets. And, so um, that's something though that I've had to be better about as expressing my, my wants and needs. Right,
1: especially as someone who doesn't like conflict, bringing something up like, hey, instead, could you do it this way? That has potential for conflict in your head as opposed to them being like, oh, that's way more efficient. I can serve you better that way. Yes, thank you. Yeah, because they could won't be, be thinking
0: about a conflict. They could say no, and that's a con. Being told no is a conflict. So, and then you guys are like, they, "What's the worst they could say?" No, and I'm like, yes. "Yeah, absolutely." That's why I don't <laughs> ask in the first place.
1: <laughs> it's conflict. Oh, it's so funny. Okay, so threes and other numbers. Now we're getting specific. So threes and ones. So what's interesting, and this is why taking a quiz can be misleading. I have a lot of three characteristics, but I am not a three at all. So I'm highly competitive. I'm a go-getter. I like performing well and being top in the field kind of thing, but for totally different reasons than a three. So ones and threes love to get things done, get that to-do list done, look like I got all these things, but that there's more to it there.
0: Yes, I, what stuck out to me in that section is, You're going to do it, and you're going to check every single box. You're going to neatly dot those I's and cross those T's. And threes, they're going to get it done, too. And it's going to work pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And it's going to take them, like, a third the time and a third the stress. Maybe Uh no stress at all. Yes. And uh, from the outside looking looking in, people would rate them pretty close to the same. Yep. And that's got to be frustrating.
1: Uh, Yep. Yep. Because you're like, but they didn't. And they should have... Yeah, I know. And then you're like, how much time did I waste? Or, well, I can rest in the fact that if something goes awry with how I constructed this thing, it's because the it's not a user error. It's the manufacturer error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As opposed to... I don't know if you... Do you watch New Girl? Mm-mm. So there's a character named Nick... And there's something broken in the apartment. And one of the other characters is, don't Nick fix it. He's like, what do you mean? And so he fixes things really horribly, but yeah. it's fixed. And he just walks away and it's like, it's fixed. It's fixed. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No. Some duct tape or... Uh-huh. It's got a wobbly leg. It's fine. It's all yeah. Uh-huh.
0: All right. Threes and twos. So for those of you playing along at home... My dad is a two and my husband is a three, so the old father-in-law, son-in-law relationship. But um, they can be really effective together because twos focus on people and threes focus on the task. And so that can be complementary. So if they're both working on a project, threes are going to get the job done and twos are going to make sure everyone's
1: happy in the process. Yeah, that's really good. Get the one out of that situation. They're going to mess it up. <laughs> uh, you have a missing screw here. No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Fade into the background. Maybe. Oh, my
0: gosh. Push the screw in later when that's, no one's that's looking. That's exactly right
1: as well. It's wobbly because you missed that part, but whatever.
0: Yes. Threes with other threes. So mm. both are, again, feature-focused, driven, What you're gonna need in this
1: relationship is a cautious voice. Someone who's
0: gonna rein it back
1: in appropriately while remaining optimistic. That's true. Threes and threes, if you get them together, everything is possible. So like you were saying (laughs) (laughs) So Farron, like you were saying, someone needs to be like, Okay, but logistically does it work? Mm -hmm. Or do we have the approval to do this? Or have we looked at our other options instead of yeah, we could both quit our jobs and open a lemonade stand. Let's go! And then the seven's like, I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> the seven's like, I brought a little extra salt. Oh, tea for Arnold Palmer's. Yeah, that's, that's what I all. was going to say. Mm-hmm. Right,
0: okay. Maybe some lemons. Carry on. <laughs> and a fancy straw. Yes. All right. Threes and fours. Um, yeah, I thought this was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Fours, of course are all in their
1: feelings and threes don't value feelings. Right. So fours fours really want to be authentic and so it can seem contradictory whenever a three when they change friend groups or go with like if let's say me and you, Farron, I'm a four, you're a three, and then we go practice soccer together, and those soccer people see a different side of you, but the same side of me. And then we go to church, and then those people see a different side of you, and they see the same side of me. Like, it feels like you're hiding pieces of your life, and that's inauthentic, because that's not being true to yourself, so that can frustrate a four, but the four needs to realize that's not their intention at all as a three.
0: Yeah. Max, my brother, who I believe is a four, and Jacob, who's a three, I Remembered Max saying verbatim, "You know, I've decided I really like Jacob, and it's because he is who he is, and he doesn't really care what anyone else thinks. (laughs) And again, like that's in our family setting. And Mm -hmm. for the most part, that's how Jacob is. Um, He can put on the professional Jacob and the handyman Jacob and and the Gladewater Jacob, yeah, with not so many syllables in his sentences. Um, But Max, again, just he, he." Was able to verbalize that the reason he likes Jacob is for being authentic. So when I read that, I was like, oh, that rings true in their relationship.
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay, threes and fives. So we actually interviewed a couple, a three and a five. That's episode sixteen. It's really cool to hear their dynamic. Oh, there's so many good <laughs> stories. <laughs> Just the I love you story. Yeah. <laughs> oh I my goodness. Do you
0: think you have a bad like I love I feel who said I love you first, and how that went over? If you think yours is bad, just go or, or a check proposal that one out.
1: story. You know, just
0: to this day, they still have similar, similar yes, stories. Just it's more understanding. Yes,
1: that's exactly right. Same situation, but more understanding. It's hilarious.
0: Yeah. So again, threes are driven to action, and fives need more time. So similar to the twos and fives, threes and fives, um, you gotta give fives time. And Mine. you guys can learn from each other. Again, threes they're going hard all the
1: time. Mm-hmm. Fives are taking their time and enjoying mm-hmm. some downtime. They're so. for sure going to think before they do, mm-hmm. and they want to research before they do. So that three is going to learn to have to sit there and wait, and then the five's going to be like, "Okay, now I'm on board. Like, all right, let's go. I've got everything ready already. Yeah. I bought all. I went and bought all the stuff while you were researching." So. Or the three's <laughs> like, "Well, it's." Done. I already did it. I hope you like it. Yeah. Hope you didn't want to do that project together because it's <laughs> done. I thought that was... The we can mind. enjoy it together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise.
0: <laughs> All right. Threes and sixes. So
1: they are related. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so when a three is secure, they go to a six. So when they're secure, they tap into their sixness. A healthy six. Right.
0: I feel like we've talked about some of the unhealthy sides of sixes, but they do have healthy sides as well.
1: Right. And like we we were talking about how when threes and threes together, someone needs to be the voice of reason. That's where that sixness comes in because they can say, okay, let me turn on my skepticism button here real quick and see kind of where the holes in the plot are and figure it out from there. So they can really tap into that and be a voice of reason and help kind of slow things down to make sure it is executed properly.
0: One thing that stuck out to me too is sixes don't mind being the follower. They don't have to be the leader. And I think a lot of times the threes being high achievers, um, kind of wanting that status quo of being top dog, um, they're often in leadership positions and they enjoy it, but that takes a toll on you no matter who you are. Right. So one thing that threes can learn from sixes is how to follow and there's some relief um i've seen like if me and jacob we alternate so if i'm in a high time of stress he takes the lead on house kids all the thing so i can get all my stuff accomplished and vice versa if he's really deep into a huge work project then he knows that i got his back so it's just nice that he doesn't have to run the house and he can just show up and be taken care of from time to time. Right, and that takes that
1: communication piece there, too. Mm-hmm. And also, as a three, you might be a leader at work, but you don't necessarily have to be a leader on the extracurriculars or at church. or at the, You don't have to be the leader everywhere you go. You can stick with one thing, and then, like you were saying, Farron, learn how to follow or learn how to be poured into. You don't always have to lead because you're going to get tapped out at some point.
0: And her phrase here, she said... Sometimes healing only comes when we follow.
1: Mm, look at that.
0: So that, I think, if you're a three, you know what that means. And if you don't, then you need to try to follow sometime. Mm-hmm. Okay, so threes with sevens and eights.
1: Okay, all the energy. All, all of it. <laughs> it is all the energy. It's
0: the get stuff done team.
1: That, and also it's the team that doesn't want to be vulnerable with each other. hmm So... They're quick to dismiss feelings and it, or dismiss negative feelings even because they're all like, hey, let's go. They're future-oriented. We're going to get this project done. We're going to achieve all these things. It's going to be great. And eight's like, and we'll run over whoever gets in our way. And the seven's like, and yeah, we're going to have a great time. And the three's like, and yeah, we're going to do it the best. So <laughs> go team. <laughs> and
0: she reiterates here again that all three of these awesome numbers, what they have in common is that they're going to have to – you know, swallow some harsh reality checks from time to time. They don't have to be harsh, but recognizing them. Um,
1: yeah, always checking themselves.
0: Yeah, and I think it probably comes better, like an eight hearing it from a three, than like an For eight sure. hearing it from a five. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> um, I think if you're in a healthy state and you have other high achievers and go-getters, that if you if you're able to deliver a reality check in the way
1: that it would speak to you,
0: it would yes. benefit them as well. A
1: helpful hint, if you're not a 8, 3, or 7, so let's say Morgan, for example, it is more challenging for me to help redirect or like, hey, bud, that's not going to work. I can call up one of his friends and say, hi, can you please speak some wisdom into my husband? And, or, and sometimes he even reaches out to those particular friends, and they'll be like, nah, dude, you're way off on that. And oh, oh, all right. Sorry, Brooke. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, I definitely
0: think Jacob is really good at see like has chosen wise counsel. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not hard for him to decide. As harsh as that might be. It's like, I'm not going to you, I'm not going to you, I'm not going mm-hmm. to you. I I would go to you. Threes and nines. Again, Jacob's three, I'm a nine, so I sped to this section and read this first. Of course you did. <laughs> And it says that we do well together as long as we have a common value system. And I think if people ask, like, why is our relationship as good as it is right now? It's because same team, same goals, like-minded, our For morals sure. are aligned. But I guess I just never thought that was anything special to be in, like, threes and nines. to my In my head, like, that's how it... <laughs> How else do you have a
1: relationship? So. And it's nice because he's the leader of your family and he's the three. And so it's very complimentary because threes make things happen while nines allow things to happen. So if y'all are on the same page and Jacob comes home and says, hey, I did this thing. Like, that's He already knows you're on board with it. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's done.
0: And I guess we do have those conversations a lot of, hey, should we wait and see how this unfolds? Or... Do we act on it now? Especially a lot is parenting because you know there's natural consequences and things like that. (laughs) Um, I guess that's under the allows things to happen (laughs) section. I had to explain to girl the girls the other day what a natural consequence was because Mm. I feel like that's gonna start happening. Like for sure. When you forget your water bottle at home, you're gonna be thirsty all day Mm. and you won't die. You're, that's just a natural consequence. So being just a little um, bit dehydrated, yeah. But we do. Um, when I read that section, I was like, "Wow!" A lot of times we are, we're talking together, take action, or see how it unfolds, and then possibly take action. So um, a lot of that is our how we communicate.
1: I like it. I like how this is just further solidifying Jacob's threeness instead of how originally we were kind of thinking a two. Yeah. So I think it's very helpful. This is why this book is so great, because one, the first book, you can figure out who you are, and the second book helps you kind of narrow down, oh, okay, so this is, which one am I more, how, when we interact, which sounds more like our relationship?
0: Yeah. Uh, if I, again, if you're not supposed to number type people, but right. you know, Jacob's not going to come read this. Also right. Yeah. So, <laughs> I would definitely say three with a strong two wing.
1: Yeah. I don't know if that four wing will develop ever. But that's why you have Max in your life.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you know Sid's number, your sister? <sighs> so she's... Just wondering she's if She's we... taken
0: a test, the different tests, and then she's, like, read some more, and so she's told me multiple numbers, so I can't remember what mm. the... Like, she knows it, but I can't remember if right. it's a two, a six, or a nine. Tell us, <laughs> Tell
1: us who you are. Yeah. Okay. Enneagram fours. This is the last one we're going to touch on today for the heart feeling triad and their phrase is go away but don't leave. Oh my gosh. What do you want me to do? I, I mentioned I think I mentioned it last episode where I was like fours are such a conundrum to me. I am trying to figure it out and that's my stress number.
0: Guys, I love I love my brother Max, but the whole um go away but don't leave. All through he probably still does this today. But in the summer, he would wear a hoodie and jeans, and in the winter, t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, Four. and there's a good reason for it. Yeah,
1: because when you go inside, when
0: you go inside, it's cold. Yeah, and then when and you spend most of your time where inside in the right. summer Texas yeah. heat, and when it's cold, people have all the heat blasted. Yep, yeah. yeah. He's just prepared for indoors <sighs> at all times. He does like indoors. Yeah, he does not like outdoors. There you but still, <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. I'd be uncomfortable. That's what I'm saying. It's not a matter of who's right and wrong. <laughs> it's just, it seems
1: so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I dress for comfort. <laughs> I am ready to gain insight on the fours. So some things fours need to remember, either you can or you can't do certain things and accepting certain things. You, can't, you cannot have a lot of people who can accommodate your emotional volatility. So, all the range of emotions. I think she says in this chapter, fours can have a, a certain amount of mood swings in an hour, which is way more than
0: oh yeah, an says, eight's ever going
1: to have. <laughs> yeah. like Most people, the mood swings they have in a week, a four can have in an hour. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, sometimes for others it can be exhausting. But... We want, we care about you. We love you. Sometimes it's a lot, and we're trying to work on it.
0: Yes, I think in our family, we are a family of fixers. And so, you know, I have mood swings, and I'm not a four. So I think, you know, sometimes just letting them do them, they don't want you to fix the
1: problem. Right, they like melancholy.
0: Yeah, they're good with it. Yeah. They're just expressing how they're feeling, and they're not, like, just listen. They don't want you to solve the problem. Yeah. That's going to
1: So what you can do is have a couple of people in your life where you can just emotional pour outpour of your feelings. So have those people. Those people sometimes are also counselors. And fours actually make good counselors because they can feel all the feelings and they like it.
0: Yes. All right. Another thing about fours. Learn to seek normalcy inside expectations of the exceptional. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel this way from different times. I have really high expectations of other people because of what I'm willing to do for others to keep the peace, more or less. You know, so I forego my personal needs and opinions, and so sometimes I have these expectations that others are going to do the same mm-hmm. because, like, I, well, I do it. Why can't you? And so sometimes we've had me and my brother have had conversations about that. It's like having these. Expectations for people, but then having to kind of talk each other down about like, well, yeah, yeah. So, um, we we balance each other well in that aspect, mm-hmm. of and just reminding yeah. ourselves that that would be great if that's how it worked or those people were. Right. But here's the reality of the
1: situation, right? And there's no. It's hard for a four to realize that there's no such thing as a perfect relationship. So whether you're four and you're married, it's never going to be perfect. There's only one perfect, that's Jesus. So what you can do is your best to just constantly grow, constantly improve. It's never going to be perfect, and that might be the longing, missing feeling you always have but can't quite place. Uh, it's, it's just the reality there of the situation.
0: Yeah, and one of the other points is accepting that people might actually... Love you for who you are and that you are enough. You don't have to be right. extra in any sort of way. Right. Um, and so that whole, like, go away but don't leave, that's kind of what I think here. It's like, let people love you. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. let me love
1: you. Baby, you should let me love, love, you. love you. Let me be the one want to you. give me everything you. you want and need. Yep. Wow. Good love and love. Perfection. Perfection. Oh. Make me your selection. Show you the way. You guys will be seeing that perfect. all day. Nario. You're welcome. circa two thousand something.
0: Was that a one hit wonder?
1: I believe so. But he was in like Step Up Seven, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mario. Oh, come be on our
0: show and tell us all about yourself. Yes, and
1: then hit us with those sweet moves. Okay, also with fours, people don't value authenticity the same way you do, which I know that stings your soul. Uh, Maybe we just don't get it. (laughs) So you are in your own realm. You are so unique that sometimes we just don't understand um, or value the authenticity of things like you may. Yes.
0: All right, so if you are
1: in a relationship with a
0: four, here's how you can better serve and love them. Don't be afraid to tell them when you feel pressured to be more than you can be. Yes.
1: So it goes
0: back to that expectations piece that um, they have these high expectations for perfection. And uh, they might push you away if they don't feel like you can live up to those. But it, verbalizing it brings in that authentic piece that they do love. Right. So... Um, I, being a people pleaser, of course, love the challenge of trying to be everything someone needs me to be, but it is good to express like and be authentic when you can't meet their unrealistic
1: expectations. Right. Something else that's going to absolutely drive a four crazy if you say, you should smile more, or why don't you just cheer up? Mm. Don't say that to your friend who is a four. <laughs> it's going to drive them bonkers. Yes, and they also don't like being
0: accused of overreacting Mm -hmm. or being too sensitive so um don't do that
1: right it's important to acknowledge their feelings valid not necessarily validate like yeah you should be mad but like i hear what you're saying you that really must have upset you i can see you're visibly upset Mm -hmm. Uh, but then you also can help them with the perspective versus reality maybe do you think they meant this instead do you want to just go have a conversation with them do you need a mediator there So yes, they want to feel all those feelings, but they may not, they might have their perception a little bit skewed just because they love the moods.
0: That's what I was going to say, is a lot of it's perception, but you kind of have to let them ride it out. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying fours are irrational, but this is my favorite quote. You can't rationalize with irrational people. I can be irrational sometimes when I'm venting and just letting it all (laughs) out. And I don't want to hear a solution. Right. So, same thing with fours. Let them have their feelings, and then when they are in a more rational state, again, I'm not saying they're irrational, but a more calm state, and you feel like they're ready to hear or want to hear, then you can respond with a a shift in
1: perspective or offering a different perspective on the same issue. I really liked this last, or the second to last point that she mentions in the work relationship piece. So, if you... Are a boss or a workforce person, and you have a four, they need to be the creative person in the group. They can make all the things, do all the things, let their imagination wander, give them the reins on that, and you will be very excited with with what they come up with.
0: Yes, my brother's creativity um, is really outstanding to me. Uh, he qualified for the GT program, and I think the story goes they were supposed to. Cut out some papers of foods and glue it on a lunch tray like in kindergarten. So they are supposed to glue what was food and not what wasn't. And he cut it out in such a way that he could stand up the food and it looked 3D on his flat paper lunch tray. As a five-year-old. Yes. And so they're like, hmm, maybe we
1: should refer him
0: to GT. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I believe so. He's making 3D art before kindergarten. So I think. Yeah. (laughs) Self-taught. Yes. (laughs) I am self-taught. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Moana, make way, make way. I don't think they can handle any more songs. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Bring it. All right. Fours and ones. Okay. So this is the hard part where the dualistic thinking of the ones comes in. There's a right and a wrong way to do that, but the fours like to explore all the options. And uh, that can be hard for them to come together as an agreement. Uh, again, four is the stress number of a one, but the one is the secure number of the four, so that can actually help them tap into that number.
0: Yes, and up next is fours and twos. So twos pursue, right? They're like, let me help you. Can I help you? Mm-hmm. What can I do? Let me, just tell me. I'll do it. Yeah, And fours are like, uh, I got to go, and they ghost you in the, like, blind date they
1: crawl out the bathroom window so (laughs) it's definitely the go away but don't leave
0: yeah so as long as there's communication in needs and how needs can be met
1: that would help that relationship Mm, okay fours and threes this is where it is fours have as many mood swings in an hour as others do in a week and they're attentive to all of the feelings but remember threes are dismissive of the negative feelings, they want to stick to the future oriented, okay, so what are we going to do now? So yeah, ooh, that was sad, that was a bad confrontation. What are we going to do now well, let's let's go, let's move on, let's think forward.
0: yeah, so fours can actually help threes access those feelings right, and threes can you know maybe model
1: how maybe you don't always need to react to everything yeah. don't stay stuck let's let's find a way to not stay stuck but not dismiss either right. so once those two can work together that's the sweet spot
0: we talked a while back about five second feelings
1: yes five second feelings i love it yes yeah. so we
0: want to recognize our feelings and you know address those but not stay stuck right. So i love it problem solving we like problem solving around mm-hmm.
1: here
0: fours and fours Man, I don't know anybody
1: that's like a four with a A four, four with a four? What number's to hmm. Tell us. I don't so, know. The, so the fear of abandonment is a thing that fours feel. So if fours are together, it might always be like, wait, you don't leave. Don't leave me. You don't leave. Don't leave me either. Whether that's an intimate relationship or a friendship or however that goes, uh, once they can flip the script and know, hey, this is unconditional. We're sticking together. We're going to work through things. That's where the sweet spot is for that relationship. Yeah,
0: I definitely think if you're like, I deal with fear of abandonment, and then you're like, dude, me too, then you guys can make each other feel more secure because you understand that feeling and that
1: fear. Right, and that also helps with the reassurance too. Like, you know, I'm not going anywhere. So if you know a four, that will be helpful for you to tell them that too.
0: Yes twos and fives so fives need space but fours like intimacy so fours want to know well what are you feeling and fives are like what i don't know ask me later (laughs) and then i hope you forget and then i'll respond with something factual like my body temperature is 97.6
1: degrees Right. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> fives need that space, and the fours need the intimacy there. So fours will keep pressing and pressing, and the fives will keep building the wall the more you ask. So it really has to come to an agreement and an exchange. Like, hey, you don't have to build this wall up. I mean, we can we can be friends. I can get to know you. You can let your guard down, and plus... Four's like to feel all the feelings, so whatever you're going to tell them that's that might be this dramatic thing, they're all about it anyway. So, yeah, and
0: then fives you know, if you can communicate that you're not ready to talk about it yet, but work up to it, and when you are, follow through and deliver with um, sharing your thoughts and feelings. Yeah, that's good. All right, fours and
1: sixes. What's interesting is she says they both feel misunderstood. Yeah, I think a lot of it is because the sixes are the worst-case scenario, high stress, high anxiety, playing out all the scenarios in their head. Um, so that can be burdensome for some people. And so with fours, they feel all the feelings, they, they're processing, they're sitting in it, they're keeping their feelings, which can be burdensome burdensome for some as well. Ooh,
0: burdensome-some.
1: I don't even do know. I that. lost all sense of the word
0: now. Well, I, I've i been working on saying neurobiological.
1: Neurobiological. Neuro- yeah. See, I'm still working on it. I'm only good at the switch on your brain vocabulary. Really <laughs> <are> you. <laughs> I'm tapped out. Anything that ends in logical.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or ology. Yes. Okay. Fours and sevens. So, again, for those of you playing at home, my brother's a four. My mom is a seven. So, this has been... Um, it has... It says... This has a four and a seven has the potential to be good or extremely complicated. How do you like those odds? It's either gonna be
1: good, or extremely complicated. Yeah, fifty percent chance to get it right, guys. Let's go.
0: So again, sevens, they don't they will avoid dark feelings at all costs. And fours Pretty cool hanging out like in a hot tub of dark feelings. Oh, That's for
1: sure! Denver. Hot tub of dark feelings. Yeah, hot tub
0: of dark feelings <laughs> that might end
1: up on episode. Quote Absolutely, I've, <laughs> yes, I've already planned it in my head. I'm just visualizing a hot tub of dark feelings.
0: I picture like the hot tub with a purple light on or something like that, and maybe a fog machine, or maybe I'm just really is this Halloween or Halloween? <laughs> That could be oh it. man well sevens can learn from fours that there are good things that can come from facing those darker emotions and sevens can teach fours how to enjoy joy see how you did enjoy joy yeah like what was enjoy it joy. harbor some some burdensome burden some some, some and thought, some. enjoy, enjoy joy. joy
1: enjoy joy all right this is great I like how, so the catchphrase to the fours is go away but don't leave, but the sevens are really good at being like, it's time, we're going out, we're getting out right now. Yeah, I'm in dragging you with me. Yeah, you've, you've mellowed enough, you've sat in your feelings enough, and I need us to go yes. out. <laughs> yes. And they also need that reassurance. Like The fours need the reassurance of I'm not leaving you, but and I'm not mad at you. But let's go do something that might be a little bit helpful.
0: Yeah. And my mom just has a way of communicating. I think my brother does know that, unfortunately, unfor- unfortunately, she's not going anywhere. So she's going to love him, which might come across as in-your-face, eight-like, an eight-seven combo of, God, I love you! I love you so much! <laughs> I'm going to love you to death! Um, so <laughs> they, they do. Their relationship is... Strong, but unique. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. All right. So, fours and eights. Oh, man. Is this the one? Yeah. So, I liked how it said nines and eights can have an interesting relationship, but if you read this blob, she also says eights and fours can build an interesting relationship, (laughs) and now I don't find as much joy and value in me and Morgan's relationship. Well, well. This is different,
1: (laughs) and let me tell you why. So eights avoid the feelings and to them vulnerability is weakness but that's also disproven Brene Brown series 28 through 38 those episodes and so eights dismiss feelings get them out what are those things fours are like yeah feelings so if they can figure out that balance kind of like how the seven is dragging the four like Uh we're going out the eight can be like right, it's I'm tapped out I cannot handle one more emote from you (laughs) (laughs) Where the four can help the eight be like, listen, you've got to tell me what's going on. You've got to be open with me and honest with me. Otherwise, how can we grow? So that balance there is going to help them a ton. Yes. All right. So then fours and nines, me
0: and my broski. Mm-hmm, tell us. So it says the good news is that nines stay. Never going to give you up. I will stand by you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand by Is that Celine? <laughs> So, oh, Lindsay, is that Celine? <laughs> I know you love Celine. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. I can hear her voice in the back of her throat. Oh, yeah, that that's her. Yep.
0: <laughs> so, nines and fours, again, we both have this unspoke, these unspoken expectations. But for some reason, him and I communicate our un- unspoken expectations to each other. That's instead good. of the people that we should be <laughs> telling. <laughs> Max, will you tell Jacob, please, that this is what I'm feeling? And we are both good at avoiding the doing. It will get done, but we're pretty good at
1: putting it off. <laughs> I gotta feel some things first before I can move on.
0: And I I'm not ready to move need on. Some
1: rest. And then fours want to stay the in things. their feelings. Knights need to rest. Yeah. Y'all need to get a little doing energy from the doers. Yes. Y'all unpack that suitcase episode 67 we talked about twos threes and fours heart feeling triad yeah
0: i enjoyed it and i told you a lot about my family members yay
1: now we know the frasers I the Frasers. The as phrases. paul would say it
0: yes come on fraser who are you talking to <laughs>
1: <laughs> he doesn't even know my name <laughs> okay y'all have a lovely day and feel your feelings, and
0: don't let the balls drop. Bye.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Witty and Gritty podcast. Join us at wittyandgritty.blog, where you can subscribe to our newsletter, check out our blog, and listen to more episodes. We have a Facebook group out there just for you for discussion, support, and community. And don't forget to get your freebie that's designed just for this mini series. If you have any questions, reach out. We'll be right there.